This week on Relaxed Mail, we're going to be wrapping up our series on the four pillars that make a man, uh, make a relaxed male. And that actual topic and that pillar is actually going to be about your community. What is the community? How, why is it important for you to be a whole and complete man? That and again, the question of the week on Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mel. This is the podcast that helps men to be able to connect with their sons by actually looking at themselves, helping build yourself up. We're going to connect. We connect with your sons because we are, are stro- striving to actually become a better man. And because of that, we allows us to be able to connect with our sons on a better level, a deeper level and give our sons the start, the strength and courage to be able to actually become a, a productive member of society. And so this, we've been doing a, a whole series, uh, past four, past three weeks. You can catch, uh, the, the different series through, uh, uh, on the previous episodes of the podcast. And if you, this is your first one, uh, you might want to go back, uh, three or four episodes and see what the four pillars of a relaxed male actually are. These are the man's soul, the man's mind, the man's body. And then we're doing this week, the man's community. But as of all in all episodes or most episodes, we actually also have a question of the week. And this week we're going to be, uh, is going to actually be about uh, are all emotions bad and how do you and, and if and how do you live with the, those emotions? Now, if you would like to have your your a question read aloud on the on the show, you can do so by shooting me an email over at Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and there's a you can fill out the form and uh, send it to me and I will read your question out loud on the podcast. Quick, easy, virtually painless, unless you ask, uh, and unless you ask a question that, you know, might have a response that kind of stings. I won't ever actually berate you or anything, but you know, it might, it might, might sting a little bit, but I don't bite too terribly hard. But anyhow, so the question that, like I said, uh, this week is are all emotions bad and how do you live with them? My response and this one that didn't have a question come in. So we read this one from Cora and that, uh, the answer in a nutshell is no emotions are great. Emotions are wonderful. If you didn't have emotions, there wouldn't be any color in the life. Yeah. In, in your life. Yeah. You may be able to see color, but you wouldn't be able to share with people why, 
something was wonderful, something was great, because wonderful and great are emotions. You have an emotional reaction to a thought. And so we go through every day, and we, we have emotions all the time, whether we actually notice those emotions or not, because we drive around and we go around our days having a roughly about 60,000 different uh, thoughts each day. And these can be something trivial as to why there's not any purple kittens in the world, or it could be something that alters or shapes our world, our self-being. And we find a, a sense of importance from that, from that thought. We have our set of beliefs. Our beliefs are just thoughts that we perceive to be true. So there's a lot of different thoughts that we have, and these thoughts generate emotions. The, as I've mentioned before, there's, uh, there, how th- thoughts create emotions, which create our reaction, which leads to our outcome. So we're always having a, an emotional, uh, response to, to a particular thought. But when it comes to an emotion, I'm sure he's thinking, you know, there's, why do we, why do we have to have these bad emotions? I'm sure that's what the, the, Question the person asking the question was actually meaning, do, how do we live with all these bad emotions? Well, we just live with them. We just have them. What you make of those emotions is completely entirely up to you. You can actually even change what, how you feel about a particular circumstance because circumstances are neutral. So they have, there's no, no circumstances positive or negative, uh, negative until you apply a thought to it. Uh, the great examples that I use all the time is when you and a friend go into a movie together. So y'all watch the same movie, exact same time. Y'all come out of that movie, uh, out of that movie theater, having two completely different experiences. You think it was one of the greatest movies in the world, and your friend was just kind of going, eh, it was, it was uh, all right. Or you come out going, man, that was hilarious. And, the other, and your friend comes out going, man, that show just pissed me right off. Those, those are two separate thoughts. Those are two different occurrences, all based upon the same, uh, based upon the same event. So events are actually neutral. And I get an example of there not being uh, an event not being positive negative until you, until the time you apply that thought. Another great one is say your grandmother's died. You are going through your day. You've had the best day in your life, but when you get home, you see that, um, you get a call from your, from your mom or from an aunt or someone like that. And they say, Hey, your grandmother died today. She, maybe she died, you know, beginning of the day. You went through and you were having a wonderful day up until that point. That point is when you were told that your grandmother died is the event that generated the thought of, my grandmother's dead. I'll never get to see her again. And because of that, you developed the emotion of grief and sadness. Now, people want to shy away from grief and sadness, and they think you should run around and be happy and giggly all the time. No, no, that's actually very impractical, and it's not very good. You don't want to be happy when you're attending your grandmother's funeral. You would want to be like with everybody else and and have that that communal bond of, of feeling sad and grieving, having the, the grieving process. And the same goes as if everybody else is having a good time and you're sitting there and you're sad, 
well, that's you're you're kind of you're going to stick out like a sore thumb because of that. A reason why emotions are actually wonderful is because they color your memories. They are the color for your memories. Memory without without any emotion, you wouldn't have. First off, you wouldn't have many memories because when you're thinking of back in the past, hey, I uh, we went camping and everything went wrong. Well, that went wrong in the aggravation. Aggravation is an emotion. Uh, frustration, again, that's an emotion of everything going wrong is how you actually color your whole memory. That's what causes that memory to be colored in the vibrant colors of emotion that you, that you have. It's because you have those emotions. You're actually remembering the emotions more than you're remembering the, the memory itself. You remember how happy you were when you were a, a kid and going out to go fishing in the, in the lake, or at least I, I remember that. I remember the, the sense of freedom that I had being able to roam around my, my great grandfather's, uh, plot of land going over by the, uh, by the creek and going fishing in there. And, you know, excited you are when you, when you caught a fish, I remember how excited I was and the emotions that my son experienced whenever he caught this in that very same Creek, he caught a good sized little bass and he was about, I don't know, three, four years old when that happened. And uh, the picture of him just grinning ear to ear because he got this, you know, this, uh, it's not a monster, man. It wasn't a lurker or anything. It, it was, you know, it, it had a couple pounds to it and he caught it on a little Snoopy pole and, just uh, the the fact that he looked at it and he reacted and he hollered and screamed and all that because he had these different emotional reactions to uh, to the fact that this fish grabbed a hold of his of his bait and fought back and that that he that is such a wonderful emotion uh, that you get to experience and the feeling that you have and so yeah emotions are important for your memories but emotions also help us to relate to other people they help us uh again if your grandmother died you're going to help or somebody's grandmother died you're going to relate with them by sharing the emotions that you felt when your grandmother passed they're not exactly the same you don't know exactly what that person's going through but you have you know you've got a rough idea so you can at least relate to that person and the fact that they actually had somebody somebody uh leave their life forever but also when we're talking to people and we're sharing stories we tell we share stories as a means to communicate and because we share those stories we actually are it's actually helping us to communicate better by sharing those emotions. If we're just going, yeah, I went to work and got uh, three, uh, made three sales on, uh, for, on, with three different clients today and, uh, then went and ate supper, took a shower, went to bed. Not really much there, but if you were talking about, yeah, man, I went and I shared, uh, I ended up getting three different, uh, clients today. One was so on the fence and we, I had to talk to him for an hour. And you know, you start talking about these, sharing the, the emotional feelings that you had. And I was so, I, he was right there on the cusp. I figured I was going to lose him in any moment now. And the, the fact that you're talking about the, everything, you're sharing the emotional 
roller coaster that you were on and it helps to share and build the, the share your, your experience a lot better because you're sharing that story with the emotional nuances that came along with it. And so at the end, you know, you stood up and you pumped your fist and you're like, got them. And yes, all right. There's, you know, several thousand dollars for the, uh, thousand dollar sale for the company you're you're talking about it. and you when you went to go eat for supper that night you celebrated you bought one of the best bottles of wine and it's just the taste of it was so you relished it in such a, a glorious way and you know you're going you share and you color in those stories with your different emotions so are emotions bad no how do you live with them you enjoy them. You embrace them. The only time you're really going to have a problem with, uh, with emotions is if you try to resist them. And when you resist them, you cause so much anguish and so much suffering in your life because you're doing something that isn't actually serving you. Allowing that emotion to run its course actually serves you better and allows you to become a whole and better person. So there you go. That's why emotions are, are good. That's why emotions are great. And you want to have them in your life. Don't shy away from them. Embrace them and accept the fact that, yeah, you're going to feel stuff through the day and that it's a good thing because whether that emotion causes you to have a good feeling or a bad feeling as a whole, it is good. Now on to our main topic, which is the man's community. Why is the man's com- community so important? What is the man's community? Well, the man, uh, you, we've all seen movies where someone, you know, someone's in a, uh, in prison or say like uh, Shawshank Redemption, great movie. And they, they take Andy Dufresne and put him in the, in the, uh, in the cooler or, and in, in solitary, he comes out completely different person. Uh, another example is, uh, in cool hand Luke, when they take Luke and they put him in, in the, uh, in the box and he's there for, you know, a month, two months and he comes out, you know, you're, you're a different person when you are locked away from all human interaction, no eye contact, anything like that. You really start to suffer from a lack of, of connection with other people. And we as people, we are a, a, a basically a, a herb, a herb, a herd. <laughs> we are a, a, a herding animal. We have to be in, in a group. That's why though we, a lot of, some of us may be introverts. We still benefit from being out in the public. Yeah. There's times that, yeah, we, we overthink the, the, the issue. We overthink, you know, we wonder too much about what other people think. It may wear us down to be out in, uh, amongst people, but it does us good to actually be around people. And that's one reason why we actually grow so much more when we're in a, uh, in a community, a group, a community, say like we go to a conference because when we're going out into those areas, we are able to see how other people react. We are able to become more emotionally equipped with how people are going to respond to what our thoughts are. So we have to, we have to have a community. Now, what is that community going to be? 
That can vary. We have different layers of community. It could be our family, our wife. Say we're married, so it's our, our immediate family. It's our wife and our kids. That's one small community. And that community might be part of a larger community, which would be, you know, your, uh, your, the neighborhood. The neighborhood's part of a town. The town's part of a state. State's part of a country. We're a lot the same way. And the, and those are all, and every, all those little communities that I mentioned are part of your community. So right now I live in Oklahoma. So I, you know, I've got, I'm a member of the uh, Western Oklahoma community. I am a member of Oklahoma, the community of Oklahoma, which is a member of the community that is known as the country of the United States of America. Each of those give us different benefits and the benefits are we have people who are close to us. These become our friends, our friends and our acquaintances are all those different uh, steps. We have our very uh, tight inner circle, maybe three, four really good friends that we can sit down. We can have a discussion. This could be your mastermind group, your men's group, your, um, these are people who you do intentionally live life with. You're living life with your, your best friend. You're living life with your, with your wife and you're living life with your, with your children. You live life intentionally with these folks. You purposely want to live life with this, with these other folks. Now you also have acquaintances. This could be the people who you work with, uh, you, people who you go to church with. These are uh, people who you see as you're walking around in Walmart. Uh, that's yeah, that even cl- includes that Walmartian that just you know completely befuddles you for how could they? What would make them think of walking around like that? And that could be like your your weird uncle who likes to uh, wear a flaps down hat even during in the heat of summer. You know he. We just have those people. That's your cousin Eddie is another example. Just, you know, he's just kind of a weird, quirky dude. Well, we embrace all those people. All those people are help define who we are. Again, I've said several times that show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Well, if you're, if your community is a, a community of people who are driven to become successful and to have a life of freedom and to have a, uh, a happy family. Well, you're going to have those very same, same qualities. You're going to want to have those qualities ingrained in, uh, in your family at the same time. The same as, you know, you're not, you're going to root for your hometown football team as opposed to uh, rooting for the opposing team. It's just, you know, you're, you're, you have a, a, almost a, a, a tribe mindset, although tribalism is uh, oh, the worst thing possible because it locks out so much, uh, communication. And that, though we do that from time to time, we do end up locking other people out of what, uh, what we're wanting to, what we think of and what we're doing because we have a, a, particular set of beliefs that we don't want to allow into our community. So that's, we do protect our community. We do have our walled gardens. That's not so much bad as it can become a detriment to you becoming better. 
exposing yourself to, to new ideas is always a great thing. As long as you take those new ideas and you at least apply a little thought to them, don't imme- immediately dismiss them as, oh, that's a bad idea, but listen to it and then apply your philosophy to that whole line of thinking. Does it fit in with your line of thoughts? If not, okay, then you've had that discussion. You've had, uh, had that ability. And so, and you do those com- discussions and you do that, uh, those, those, uh, conversations in your community you with other community members it may be your friends it may be your your coworkers and the wonderful thing about uh, the community is that it's always flowing it's always you're always having new people come in you're always having new people leave you're always having uh some friends who come in very intentionally they have a reason why they're in your life and once that reason is taken care of and is done, then they go ahead and they step out. They move away. It's like, you know, the people who live in and move into the house next door, live there for a year and then leave. So we're, our community always grows and it always, uh, is, is always changing. And we, sometimes we become very apprehensive to, to, to that change when in reality that change makes us stronger it helps us to become more resilient it helps us to to understand and become a better person as as a whole and so you have you use the power of your the man's mind and the power of of the man's community and you use those together and with your um, with your feeding while feeding the man's soul you are in turn helping other people to feed their soul and so every all the different pillars support all the other pillars and because of that we are able to become a stronger person but yet sadly so many of us like the man's soul neglect the man their community they may only shrink down and be it may just be the husband and the wife and their kids and they never go out or when that man goes off and he's had got a bunch of of close friends a very good band of brothers that he uh he he does life with then turns around and gets married and what does he find out that you know all of a sudden he's lost that band of brothers why has he lost that band of brothers? Well, because he didn't help nourish them. He didn't, wasn't a part of their life. And so they had, they stepped away. They went through and did other things with their, uh, other things with their, with their time. They needed the nourishment from their, from their other friends. And because their other friends were able to give them the nourishment that they needed uh, emotionally, they were able to grow from that. While if you to if you turn your back on on your 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 brothers, you're they're they're not going to be able to help you as uh, as much, and so they they're not going to be be there because they've carried on with their life the same as you went off on your own own path. So it becomes kind of it can become a scary deal to actually step outside of your cave and actually go out and start trying to grow your community. So if you have a small community, maybe you've gotten around to looking at it and you're going, dude, I've got like three friends and they're not even really close friends. I don't even really have a friend. I would actually consider someone to be a really close person to talk to. What do I do then? 
Well, you start talking. Find a group. If you're, uh, if you happen to have evenings off, maybe you've got a chamber of commerce, uh, after hours meeting. Go there and start doing just some networking, mingling. Do you go to church? No. Why not? It's, you don't, you, church is more than just going there to celebrate God. It's there to live life with the people at that immediate time and place. So you can get to know other people in your church. Yeah, there are those who are very hypocritical and they wear their, their, uh, Christianity as a badge and that may not, they may rub you wrong and that's fine. You don't have to actually live life with them. You can build, you can select and choose your real close community, the people who are around you to support you and to build you up. And I, and if you, have someone who is not quite feeding your your community the way that it needs to, then you eventually, they don't fit. If the person doesn't fit into your life, they're not going to be able to stay. It's like if you have a, a, a puzzle, but you, if you put it all together and you try to stand it up, if there's something in there that's not fitting quite right, it's going to fall off. It's going to, it's going to go away. And so People in your community who come in, if they don't fit, they're gonna, they're gonna naturally wean themselves out. That's kind of the same way with a lot of different, uh, cultural aspects and work. You know, you have someone come in who doesn't fit your work culture quite right. They're not gonna stay very long. They're gonna stay for a little bit and until they can find someplace else to go to where they feel like they have a better fit. So the community is important. The community is, a, a part of your life that is a important, therefore you can, your community helps you grow as you help other people actually grow. And that's one of the most important parts. And one of the reasons why you need to have work, build and nourish your community. So there you go. That's the man's community. That's the fourth big pillar of a relaxed male. If you like this show, you like this podcast, I thank you greatly for, uh, for listening, sticking through, uh, this, this little series and the rest. Next week, though, I have got an amazing, uh, episode coming up. It's actually going to be a, another interview. Wow. So this close to, together, but yeah, I have got actually one of my mentors coming on. Uh, it's, he's a virtual mentor. He's a, but as, at the same time, I listen to what he says and I find what he says to be spot on and amazing. And, and I'm just full of amazing today. I don't know why I'm saying amazing so much, but I am. But anyhow, it got a triplinear coming on from the new man podcast. And I would, if you have any, uh, ever wanted to, uh, know how you could actually raise dangerous boys, that's the going to be the show that you want to listen to because, he has uh, got some inc- incredible insights and would, and I believe is going to actually help you to be able to help yourself, make your, get yourself out of playing it safe and to help your son so that he doesn't play safe either. So, all right. With that, I want to thank you for listening. If you're, uh, first time listening to the show and you liked it, awesome. Take this show, share it out to somebody, share it out onto your Facebook page, share it out onto, uh, to a friend, you hear somebody who made uh, you thought of when you were hearing this, share that to them with a little note going, Hey dude, I was thinking of you. 
send that to, to them. Let them let them know that there's this show out uh, and that they can they can listen to it. And there's something there that's got a message that can help them to become the man they want to be, and that and help their son become the men that the men that the dads hope that their sons will become. If you have been listening for a while, I appreciate you tremendously. And if you wouldn't mind, if you are on uh, on a uh, iTunes, uh, uh, got access to iTunes, then please go through, share your, uh, leave a rating and review. Helps other people to understand that, hey, this guy's got some folks who listen and these are their thoughts on the shows. If you would really, really like to help me, <laughs> Then go ahead and actually just click subscribe. You don't actually have to go through and download. Just hit uh, hit the subscribe for me, and that will actually show the uh, the the Apple algorithms that hey, there's this guy's bringing some people in. Let's move him up in the in the rankings a bit. If you are not on not on a uh, a an Apple iOS platform. That's cool too. If you could also go to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser, and that's all one word, P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R. And there you can leave a rating review there. If you're looking to subscribe and you want to have this podcast show up on your phone or your tablet, the moment it comes out every Thursday, then go to uh, relaxedmail.com forward slash subscribe. And I have got as many different ways as I could possibly think of to help you subscribe. If you, there's a platform you're on and you don't see me on there, let me know. I will correct that little, uh, little vault right uh, real quick. So anyhow, guys, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate the time that you've taken to let me gab in your ear. And we will be ne- with you next week with Trip Lanier. So guys, Have a great week. We will talk to you then. Bye.